Hey everyone, welcome to West New York Brew. Sorry, I just shouted at you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not restarting. We're starting right there. My name is Scott. I'm a homebrewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. And on this episode, here it is. On this episode, once again, we're talking to Brian Campbell of the Buffalo Beer League. We're talking about what's going on in the Buffalo beer scene, and uh, you know, just just talking, seeing what's happening. Ooh, that stopped apparently. I hate this platform. We're going to get off this platform next week. <laughs> All right. I won't say what it is in case they ever want to sponsor us. We're allowed. You want to sponsor us? Sponsor us. Wait, uh, so, sorry. so let me understand <laughs> this. We're keeping, we're keeping all this in. We're not editing any of this out. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's keep oh, this in. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> let me see if I can just put this. I'll put this behind it while I'm talking. So we are talking about what's going on in Buffalo this weekend. We're a day late and a dollar short because I have been under the weather and you heard it a couple of weeks ago last week and, and uh, I fell asleep last night. I'm sorry. Um, I take full responsibility for that because uh, my wife and I were running errands last night. We missed our recording window. Yeah, but not by much. It was 15 minutes and I was already asleep. Hey, it happens. By the sound of your voice, it sounds like you needed it. Right. I feel I actually feel a lot better today, but it's not back yet. Um, yeah, it's not. So I keep checking for COVID. It's not COVID. It's that's not, good. it's not flu. It's not RSV. It's not any of the thing that's going around. It's just sinus and it's a uh, post nasal drip at night and I wake up and I can't talk and that's, that's what's going on. Um, so I got to let you know, we are a member of the hopped up network. It's a podcast network of uh, regional independent beer podcast. I'll let you know that you can find everything that we're talking about at Buffalo beer league. Dot com. This is the Buffalo Beer Buzz. Um, this is the Buffalo Beer Buzz for November 2nd, even though we're recording on November 3rd, and this is going to go out on November 4th, which is a Friday. So some of these things will probably already be happening. In fact, I see Hofbrau House already is tonight. Yeah, that's going on as we speak. That's that's happening. That's probably already happened. Let's talk about it, though, because I'm, I'm sure people will want to have the beer. Um, so Hofbrau House Buffalo is tapping a Dunkelweizen, which it's not their first Dunkelweizen for sure. No, no, certainly not. But I mean, their their Dunkelweizen is good. It's a uh, it's a take it's a take on a Hefeweizen. If you didn't if you didn't correlate that between the names, but, right? Uh-huh. Um, it's a beer we've had we've had a couple of times before. We collectively the Buffalo Beer League. I should I've had this beer a couple of times before, but I mean it it's good. It's dark. It's Hazy, if if that makes sense. Hey, I don't know. Dark beers can't really be hazy, but roasted malt, coffee, uh, cocoa, uh, toffee, dark fruit. It's it's quite good. That all sounds great. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with that. N- normally, you will have a dunkel at Hofbrau House, and you'd have your Hellas at Hofbrau House, and you would have a uh, uh, wheat beer, a Hefeweizen. But this is a Dunkelweizen for those for those who are unfamiliar. So to um, be clear, this uh, the official I don't, official air quotes official. They had a tapping event for this tonight. It will be it's on tap currently. So when th- this podcast comes out tomorrow, if you want to go this weekend and get a, a proper liter of Dunkelweizen at Hofbrau House, you certainly can. It'll be on tap. Excellent. They are the leader of leaders. They, <laughs> that, I'm so sorry. You don't have no, to. No, well, well said. Well, the more puns, the better. Keep them coming. Right. Uh, always a good time on Alfbra House. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
let's hold off on that one because that one's happening in, in a while. November 4th. So that is literally Friday. Uh, today, if you're listening on the day this comes out, it's Friday, November 4th. Pressure Drop is releasing Greetings from the North Pole. And you have here, it's a 7% chocolate milk stout brewed with roasted chocolate malt and lactose. Okay. It's that time of the year. Right. Yeah, you're going to see more and more of these every week. And for Pressure Drop, if you've got, if, if anybody listening remembers Faded Claws, I'm pretty sure Faded Claws was a milk stout. I can't remember if that one had lactose or not, but this one... Um, reading, reading, and writing about this uh, about uh, greetings from the North Pole kind of reminds me of Faded Claws, which was one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, recent pressure drop beers. All right, Faded Claws. How long ago was that? That was two years ago, maybe. All right, right. Everything blends together. I, I, yeah, the last, the last couple of years, especially, yeah. All right, especially like during the pandemic when everything was shut down. <laughs> I, I, we didn't really do much. We, of course, again, the Buffalo beer league didn't really do much more other than drink. So everything runs together and all the, those, those couple of years just bleed together. Yep. Yep. And as I was saying, we're going to get more of these type of beers right now because it is post Halloween. It is officially holiday season. I was just going to say, just as, just as uh, Christmas music has returned to the airwaves, more uh, more dark beers and more milk stouts will fill tap lines around the around Western New York. I thought my kids were messing with me. They said that they were listening to to holiday music on Star One Hundred Two Point Five, and I was like, maybe like a song or two. It can't be like one hundred percent. No, it's a hundred percent. Even on um, we're ser- we're serious XM subscribers. Yeah, and we went when we were out last night. We listened to uh, the Country Christmas Channel, and there's okay. there are like fifteen Christmas music stations on Sirius. 15 wow yeah, there, there's a lot yeah i got i saw they, they sent the email about it today and it's it's literally it's at least a dozen <laughs> now do you do you participate in whamageddon are you familiar with is whamageddon? that is, is that when you try to go as long as you can without hearing last christmas that's exactly yeah it. yep i think we did that a couple of years we did that during the pandemic i think i didn't last very long because my it's like a favorite of my wife's family so okay. We we usually listen to it whenever we go over to my in laws. It's tough. That's tough. You as soon as you realize you're hearing it, you're out of the game. Yeah. And luckily, we have the. Um, we're just listening to terrestrial radio. I know we're we're peasants over here. Um, but they put up the the text on the screen right before the song. Thank goodness. Oh, I okay. Saw, I saw last Christmas. This is Tuesday night. And it said last Christmas, like, nope, I was able to get out of there before hearing it. So I'm still in. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. On November 3rd, I'm still in. Jeez. Now, technically, it's it's only December. And once it's December 1st, but I, I'd like to go as long as I can. Are you watching football in the background at the same time? As uh, this is going on? No, I went I went into uh, I, I, I scampered off into the home office and I think my wife turned on uh, Disney Plus. OK, because uh Houston just got a touchdown and they keep reviewing it to check if it is. And, and Epps, uh, one of the defensive players on uh, Philadelphia is his butt just ran into the pylon. So that's what they keep showing over and over again is the butt shot. Well, for, for the sake of my fantasy team, I have Jalen hurts as my starting quarterback. So I'm oh, hoping that good, the, good if the Texans can keep up and it turns in, if, if it turns into a shootout, then that's good for my fantasy team. I've got some cash on, on Philadelphia not being able to to cover that spread. What's what's the what's it's the spread? Th- Thirteen and a half. Okay. 
So if man, if Houston can tie it right here, I'm sorry, this is not good content for a beer <laughs> podcast. Yeah, this is people tuning in to listen to a podcast about Western New York beer. This is exactly what they want to hear. Yep. Sorry. Uh, so, let's talk. Let's talk about the, the the betting spreads on Thursday night football. <laughs> that's happening during the recording, even. Uh, yeah, that that you won't be able to watch. So I'm sorry. November fifth, I'm going in a, a chronological order this week. Forty two North. Is brewing rolls out. No, I'm sorry. 42 North Brewing is rolling out new Yodeler Winter Ale. Again, seasonal amber ale. Yeah, this one. Ginger, go this ahead. one sounds good. I I had seen this. Ironically enough, I had seen this in stores, like uh-huh. at a couple of bottle shops before they before 42 North even announced it. So I thought that was kind of weird, and I didn't know what it was. <gasps> Uh, I really didn't know what this beer was until I had a chance to write about it. So it's a it's a spiced amber ale with ginger, cinnamon, and a little bit of vanilla. And yeah. it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like the ideal beer to warm you up after you after you go skiing or snowboarding, which obviously fits right in line with the whole forty two North ethos. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they had their. If you remember us talking about it last week or two weeks ago, the uh, ski event that they had with mud, sweat, and gear gears out there. Uh, what, what did I want to mention about it? Oh, for, okay. So November 5th at 1 PM, they're going to have a ceremonial first tapping featuring a duo of Alphorn players, which how cool is that? Now, Scott, real quick. I didn't know this. So, uh, John Superman, the owner of 42 North had to explain this to me. Can you explain to our listeners who might not know what Alphorn, what an Alphorn is or Alphorn players do? Can you explain that? So, if you're picturing the Ricola ads, Ricola, that it's long, um, curved, curved, it's long, goes to the difference, curved, <laughs> right? An Alphorn, and they are buzzing their lips in an Alphorn, right? I think so. I think you that, said that, the, that's how you make the noise, sound, right? I'm not, you said it with the P sound, Alphorn, and I am not confident in correcting you the way that you say that, but I'm pretty sure it's Alphorn. Oh, really? As in the Alps. I honestly don't, I don't know that 100%. I've only read it. I've never heard it pronounced. All right. So I've gone to, uh, the Wikipedia page for an Alphorn. Okay. Uh, and yeah, again, if you've seen the, the Ricola commercials from what the eighties, seventies and eighties, uh, that's exactly what this is. And there's a picture on the Wikipedia from uh, Grindelwald, uh, Switzerland. We we went to Switzerland. We we got to see this. This was awesome. Uh, it is a wooden cup shaped mouthpiece. I want to make sure that they buzz their lips into it. That's that's what I'm reading. Because people that don't know, I'm a I'm a music teacher, so I feel like I have to know this. That, that, that's why I uh, I I, I uh, yielded the floor to you to explain this a bit. However. You'd be you'd be surprised. You would think that this would come up in in elementary school music all the time, but it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Seems a bit advanced for that level to me. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm betting on a buzzing the lips, although I don't see it. I'm betting on a buzzing the lips. That, that's if what I pictured. Because that that's how you play like a kazoo, right? Kazoo's you hum. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You hum into a kazoo. And these you buzz your lips like a brass instrument. 
Um, ah. But it says it has a cupped mouthpiece. So that, that to me means it would be buzzed into. Okay. If you know, hit us up on Twitter. Please do. We're here to learn. We're, That's we're, right. We are, we are definitely here to learn. We're not here to pretend we know. We're here to learn. All right. So I'm like, I, man, I wish I could be there. This weekend is super busy for us. But I know. Oh, it sounds really cool, doesn't so it? Cool to be at 42 North. All right. The other two, three things on here are events. And they're, or no, I'm sorry, are, are not necessarily date specific. Um, huge deal here. Big ditch announcing a mixed 12 pack with i see here hay burner day burner low bridge and this one at least this first one kringle juice ipa yeah so you had uh, to yes, figure please. right you, you had to figure with the opening of their new production brewery on oak that you yep. know they they ran, they ramp up production they have they have more space for more beer you had to figure something like this was going to happen you know you have ellicottville brewing ellicottville brewing flying buys in resurgence cbw just released theirs and now you have big ditch so you have all the you have all pretty much the the big play on oh, southern tier of course you have all the bigger players and thin man they don't do a mix pack but they do they do pills mafia and 12 packs so you know big ditch just just joining joining the rest of the crew and i think this is great i'm now, not I sure can, what the price point will be though i'll, I'll be interested to see that i can get a 15 pack of southern tier which by the way Two times haze, mm. a solid choice to add to the to the overpack. Uh, that's what I'm drinking tonight. I'll ask you in a second. Hold on, I can get a 15 pack of Southern Tier for 20 bucks. If I could get a 12 pack from Big Ditch for 20 bucks, I'm going to be super happy. If they wanted to throw three more beers on this and and make it a 15 pack and make oh. it 25, it's it's going to pass by my overpacked because. First of all, overpacked are easy. You, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they generally, they they fly off the shelf fast enough so that you're getting fresh beer. Because who else? The uh, Hamburg Brewing does the, their, their Lakeview Lagers are 15 packs, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they are. Yep. Yep. I was just at Consumers and yep, you can get Hamburg in, in is it Lakeview Lager? That, that's I the think one so. That yeah. Um. But that's a but that's a good price point. I assume probably what eighteen, you know, seventeen ninety nine, eighteen ninety nine, somewhere in that price range. I'm pretty sure that's what CBW and Resurgence's twelve packs are. If you can hit twenty bucks on this twelve pack, I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah that that would that would sound about right. Landing rate that, that's probably the sweet spot for a price range. Yep. All right, that is that is huge deal. That's a huge deal. More beer when more beer is always better. I I was half hoping I was half hoping because they announced on social media before they announced this that they had a um they had one more announcement for for a beer release. I was hoping for the Hayburner Pounders. I know that's kind of uh you don't really need a seven point two IPA in a pounder, but Yeah, that's just dangerous. <laughs> Hayburner as it is in twelve ounce cans are dangerous. That is that is a very good point, yes. Um all right, so then okay. 25th anniversary of Pearl Street. That's huge. It's, 25th, that's 1997. Yeah, that is just, that, that, that is absolutely wild to me. So like, so I, I was doing something, I was, I think I was watching TV the other day and Jason Dunchy, who's the, 
head brewer of the Pearl Street family of breweries, he texted me and he's like, hey, I just want to let you know that we're doing a 25th anniversary party at Pearl Street on the 10th. And I was blown away. I had never, I, I probably should have known that it was their 25th anniversary, but it blew yeah. me away. Yeah, 25 years. That would put them firmly in the the first couple of breweries post-prohibition. Or post, no, post-70s uh, beer drought. We'll call yeah. it a beer drought in Buffalo. Well, yeah, because you have, it was Buffalo Brew Pub, Pearl yep. Street, Flying Bison, and Southern Tier, right? Bison, Southern Tier, that sounds right. I'm so sorry. I might cut that out. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm not going to cut that out. No. <laughs> Man, we're just we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants, folks. One take, right. and, and by the we're, we're, of... we're just one takers today. Um, yeah, we are going into halftime. By the way, tied at fourteen. Oh, so they, they they did so give them that touchdown. Good. Yep. And so, so wait, real real quick, Scott, since you did not ask, oh yeah, I, please. I am drinking two beers. I'm oh, drinking nice. um, <laughs> I'm drinking Big Ditch's uh Turkey Trotter. That's the uh-huh. official beer of the Turkey Trot. That's a that's a Blondell. I'm drinking that, and in honor of because we're recording this on International Stout Day, I oh, found I a know. can of Thin Man Take Precaution in the back of my beer fridge, which is I don't remember when this got released. 2018. Yeah, the born on date is November 5th, 2018. Oh wow, almost to the date. Ooh, all right. Wow. So I am drinking. I am drinking that in honor of International Stout Day, which and it's 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 held up really well. There's some uh, interesting globules in the bottom of the can, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's the, what I love in my beer is globules. The, the stout itself is 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 pretty. It's big, bold, assertive. It's good. All right, you got a minute? I'm gonna mm. pause this and refill. Is what I'm gonna do if we're going right. if, if it's National Stout Day. I didn't know that, dude. You got to keep up on these kind of things, right? All right, I'm going to go fill up my glass with a stout. All right, sounds good. 30 seconds. And we're back. Right. So, so, do, so do tell. We, you, we, we put, you put us on hold. What did you come back with? It's a homebrewed stout. Oh, interesting. Tell me about it. Uh, we have a stout tap at the house, which, by the way, amazing. Lovely idea. House, I know, right? So that is a lovely idea. A stout brewed with chocolate and mint. It's a thin mint stout. Yeah. Um. I overminted it, which is always always the danger is overminting it, but not so much that it's it's uh, toothpastey. Oh yeah, that's what I'm envisioning. Just a little bit to the point of, man, I wish this had just a little bit less mint and a little bit more chocolate. That's all. So now, when you were brewing it, how do you add the mint? Do you add it fresh, or is it some kind of? No, nope. I used a uh, syrup. Okay. For the mint, and I dosed it, and then I, um, you know, I, I did. Little bits after the base, the the chocolate comes from the malt, the chocolate flavor flavor on it. But the mint was just added later, so I did a couple of tinctures, and and um, tried it a couple of different times. Like, oh, I like this, so I'm gonna scale that up to the five gallons, and uh, threw it in the keg, mixed it up, threw it in, tasted it like, ah, oh, man, just a, just backed it up just a hair. Oh. it'd be better. It's not bad. Okay. What what's the ABV? About six. No, nah, that's what that's that's what I was thinking. That's that seems the right range for that style of stout. Yeah. My thin mint stout. 
And it's been on tap for a long time. Apparently, I'm the only one that drinks that one. <laughs> I would try it. I'm not. The, I'm not the biggest fan of mint overall. Yeah, but I would still try it. Oh yeah, you should come over. We should. We should come over. Try that. I just put a double on uh, a double inside the house. Now we're talking. And then we make a seltzer and we do uh, sparkling water wow. as well. I would love to do this because I know you know we we've talked about it on previous podcasts. You have you have a very nice podcasting studio in your basement. It's true. And we've only we've only utilized that in person a couple of times. I would love to come over and do that. Maybe twice. Once or Maybe twice. Twice? Maybe. Yeah, because Scott had to duck down to get in there. Yes. I would I would love to come over and record in person. That'd be a lot of fun. So last thing on here. It's not the last thing I, I need to talk to you about, but last thing on here. <laughs> is the third annual New York State Pint Days, November 21st. So that's the week of November 21st through the 27th. And you get a pint class. Uh, They are a buck selling at participating breweries, and it supports the New York State Brewers Association. How many of these do you have? Uh, This is, as you mentioned, this will be the third year I have both. Okay. Um, I bought, I want to say I bought both of them at Big Ditch. I'm actually, you, again, we, we say it every week. We're not on video, but I'm drinking out of my 2020 Pint Days glass right now. And oh. uh, it's 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 a really simple concept, right? So you you pay for the glass. A dollar of the a dollar of the sale of the glass goes to support the State Brewers Association, which uh, for those of us in the scene, that it's it's a great idea. And um, real quick, you can buy though this year. It changes every year, but you can buy those at Big Inlet in Mayville. Uh, Brightsmith, Hamburg, Pressure Drop, Resurgence, Rusty Nickel, West Shore, Windy Brew, and Woodcock. And if anybody's listening in the Finger Lakes or Rochester, go to the New York State Brewers Association website. All of the breweries that are selling them up there, they're, they're listed. I didn't list them out here for, you know, for purposes of this article, but they're all, they're all up there. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Totally worth getting, totally worth supporting. Um, I certainly don't. I, I think literally beer glasses are the last thing I could ever need. But I, say, yeah. I buy one every year. Yep. I absolutely do not need more. I've got no. separate storage. I'm sure you do too. Yes. Where you put them in a, in a cabinet. Like we just don't touch these ones because we never need to. Yeah. Boxes. Uh, well, I have some on a shelf in a pantry that like I don't even I couldn't even tell you the last time I even looked at them. Yep. But we just I. I I gave a box to I I weeded with through one time and gave a box of Goodwill, and I've I've only ever done that once. Did you see? You're on Buffalo Beer Geeks. Mm-hmm. Sure. Did you see the guy trying to sell beer glasses? Oh, and no. everybody everybody laughed him out of the group. I don't think they actually laughed him out of the group, but they basically laughed him out of the group. Like we all have nine thousand pint glasses. No, it's, thank you. It's, it's, I don't know. That's a that's a tricky that's a that's a tricky thing because I guess maybe if you had like I don't know like Vale or other half or Hill Farmstead or glasses or something like that. Yeah. I guess maybe people would buy those, but they'd have to be directly from the brewery because you can order all those online. Yep, and and people people were commenting on that too. Like why why would we want these things that you stole from these breweries? <laughs> I didn't I didn't even think about that. Yep. <laughs> oh man, but it's like. It's it's like what are you gonna you're gonna go online and try to sell like a big ditch glass? It's like I was just out in my bar at, at like grabbing a beer and I have like I somehow have like six big ditch glasses. Yeah, and that's yeah. not and I don't I don't steal them from the brewery. I would ne- I would never I would yeah, never steal a glass from a brewery, but I have from like beer dinners and like events and stuff like that. 
It's like you just amass these things and you never realize how much you actually have. Well, craft beer drinkers understand what I'm talking about. It's not it's not a problem that's wholly with me. No, absolutely not. Sometimes <laughs> you need a different type of glass. I want I'm drinking out of my goblet tonight. My my wife, when I drink, when I happen to drink more than one beer at home, my wife makes fun of me and my wife's family makes fun of me all the time because for each beer, I have to have a different glass. Oh, yeah. So I'm, co- I'm constantly using and washing different glasses and everybody makes fun of me because like my brother-in-law and, and like my wife's uncles, they drink like Miller Lite. And if they pour it into a glass, they use the same glass. You know okay. what I mean? But it's like for, for craft beer, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's because I take pictures of everything like a lunatic, but. <laughs> yep yeah i'm sure that has a big thing to do with, that has something to do with it you gotta have the right glass let me i agree i'm not gonna okay i'm not going to go to a place and i'm not gonna say something if somebody gives it to me in the wrong glass but if i'm at my house with my glasses where it's which i clean yeah of course exactly use. right it's it's like and plus you know you have different glasses for different beer styles and like yeah. sometimes you want sometimes you want like one style of glass. Sometimes you want another. Sometimes you want like the can to match the brewery. Sometimes yep. you have like a cool, funky glass that you want to use. I get it. I got a free glass from giving blood at Big Ditch, and it's shaped. It's the Hayburner can glass. The shape. Oh, nice. But I I don't like to drink Hayburner out of it because I prefer Hayburner to have a wide brim. Ah. Put it in, but I like the look. I love that glass. I have not gotten one, but I like that glass. Before I go to the next thing, my my favorite glass came from the Dollar Tree. It's 12 ounces, which makes it great for cans. Uh, So it's not a bunch of it. It fits a 12 ounce can perfectly. And it says uh, more beer, less wine. Right. Which is supposed to be a pun. W-H-I-N-E. More beer, less wine. But nope, they just spelled it wine. W-I-N-E. So it's just like a a glass that just shits on wine. I love it. Like more beer, less wine. Speak of the devil, ironically enough, one of my favorite beer glasses I also bought from the dollar store. Nice. It is a it is a twelve ounce it is a twelve ounce pub glass, well, and it says it's it says drink local. Oh, nice! It oh, was the yeah. last one, and I'm like, again, I don't need beer glasses, but I had to have it. Yeah, if it's twelve ounces and says drink local, hundred percent, and it's a buck. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, why not twenty five? But yeah, well. <laughs> All right, so that's everything that was in the Buffalo Beer Buzz, but we have listeners commenting. And I said, comment to me. Let me know. What do you want to hear? Uh, here's here's the question. What do you know about the Ridge in West Seneca? So I actually, I saw this, this speaking of the Buffalo Beer Geeks, this was somebody had asked this question on the Beer Geeks, uh, which by the way, is a Facebook group you can join. I'm pretty sure, are you still, you're still an admin, right? Yes. Okay. I so wasn't and I am again. So So yeah. as as far as I know, they're taking over the old um what was it? Funko Funky Lawn uh complex, whatever it was in Orchard Park. And it was originally supposed to be Steel Leaf, but they obviously that fell through because they opened at the Eastern Hills Mall. And it's now it's gonna be a brewery, a, a, a full restaurant with a contracted brewery, and that, that contract is with Steelbound Brewing. Oh, okay. All right. So Steelbound is going to open to Steelbound, who they've already, you know, Ellicottville, Springville, Dunkirk. They're also opening in Vegas, Toronto, right, Florida, um, Hamburg. Yeah, Hamburg. So, and the, but they're gonna they're gonna have a satellite brewery at at the Ridge. Of course, because that's what they need more of. 
Of course. Steel so Bonte Explore Breweries. So it's going to be, it, ironically enough, well, not ironically, if you want to go to buffalobeerleague.com, I have a bunch of articles on the Ridge. Just go to buffalobeerleague.com, uh, type in the Ridge in the search bar, and it'll bring up all of the it'll bring up all of the articles I have up on it. It's going to be a big, it's going to be a two-story restaurant slash brewery, obviously serving in-house brew beer. They're going to have a big outdoor space with chairs and fire pits, lawn games, and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, their their intro on Facebook said that they were going to be open uh, mid-summer 2022, so that didn't work out. No, so that, that clearly did not work, no. Update that. But you can go to their Facebook page and see the inside, and it is beautiful and huge. And their uh, their kitchen looks great. I mean, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go. I mean, Steelbound. I they they have some beers. They have some beers that I like. So I mean, of course, I'll go if the food's good. I'll be a regular. Now I'm on the Steelbound team once again for uh, collaboration this oh, year. Oh, I did I did not know this. Okay, yes, yeah, second year in a row, and it's it's based on proximity. You know, I said, give me something close to the South Towns, and, and they put me on Steelbound. Uh, are, the, uh, are the Crooked Lamppost guys doing it again? Uh, I assume they are. I should talk to them. I'll let you okay. know. Uh, I'll, I'll, that's my homework for next week. I'll find out what <laughs> Crooked Lamppost is doing. Because I forget who they were with this past year. Um, uh, it was either uh, Ellicottville, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. It was Ellicottville. Yep. And uh, I'll find out. You know, why don't we get them on, too? Although next week, want to do something on location? Let's go on location next week. I love that idea. You don't have to tell me twice, right? Maybe talk to John. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to nail something down with John at Buffalo Brewing. But yep. I mean, if if you really want to do something on location, there's no shortage. There's no shortage of breweries that would have us. I think that's good, right? This I think this is six weeks in a row of doing this. So let's let's throw in a let's throw is in that an counting answer. the week we missed. Did we miss a week? We did miss a week. Oh, we suck. <laughs> Nobody should listen to us. I know. What the hell what, what the hell kind of continuity is that? We missed a week. <laughs> <laughs> Any all right, anything else you got before I close this one out? No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we went through we've we've gone through everything. We went through everything on the list, that's for sure. Everything that people if you have information that you want in this, please send it to Brian. Please, because he puts it out on the Buffalo Beer Buzz on buffalobeerleague.com and on Step Out Buffalo. And then we talk about it here. And I don't know if you noticed, I started putting the recording on your actual um, article. Oh, I did not know that. Because that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Because that's, that's a where cool all the idea. So putting the recording right there at the bottom or maybe at the top of your article. I've been putting it at the bottom. Um, oh, I see it now. Yeah, you should put, you should put it at the top. So that people could hear it at the same time. Uh, that's cool i like that so yeah i i appreciate you talking again thank you for making the time of course man i'm happy to do it every week right. and hopefully we'll take well hopefully we'll take our show on the road next week we're gonna take it on the road we're gonna get somebody else from the buffalo beer league on too that's that might be a pipe dream but we can try <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're closing out on you can't buy beer with condolences um again they are still around but their website is not they are still on facebook uh it's the rearview ramblers here it is <laughs> <laughs>